0: Your mind. Come a little bit closer I hope there was Possibly I've seen
1: too much Straight up not to me Destination now It's witchcraft I will choose free will yeah,
0: I can't bang You can't think then I'm the only
1: Hello and welcome to the Homemaker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife.
2: What was that face for? I'm excited. Oh, it was a happy face. Did, oh, did you, you it not kind look of happy? Like, a,
1: like, like I'm saying gorgeous. You're like I'm gorgeous. What?
2: I did not intend to make that face. (laughs) All right.
1: That's what I saw from my angle. That's just my face, honey. (laughs) Goodness. My trophy wife, Monique.
2: Yay, hi.
1: Hi. How's it going?
2: Awesome. How are you?
1: Fantastic, as always.
2: Fabulous. I I don't want to waste any time today because we have a very special guest today. I mean... I feel like all of our guests are special, but I, I have a, a special connection with our guest. She is somebody who I consider a friend. She is a multi dimensional Reiki master healer teacher. She is just fabulous. She is Adriana Devine, and she's here with us today. Hello, and thank you for joining us. Hello, hello. Hi. Thank How, you guys so much again for having me. Absolutely. How are you today? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good.
0: It was a little hot here today, but I just cracked the window. So, yes,
2: yeah, so we have our air conditioner going. Yeah, the
1: AC's <laughs> going. You probably can't hear it. And that's a good thing.
2: I want to tell our hearers and watchers a little bit about how we met. So, our we have a mutual friend, Conway, Con. Oh my God, I can't talk. I sound like like Con, Bunny. Conrad. Barbara, Conrad. <laughs> Conrad. Am I turning into Bar- Barbara Walters? <laughs> oh my goodness. We're not editing this. This is staying in. All right. All right. <laughs> Talk much? We have a mutual friend. Conrad, he has a podcast, and he holds meditation, um, usually like every month, group meditations. And our very first group meditation we were doing with him, you were the one guiding everybody, and you did such a phenomenal job. And I was really impressed, and so I found you on Twitter and followed you, and... Um, Yeah, I was just really impressed by everything that you do. And we actually, we used your Reiki services. We did a cleanse and restore. I've had another Reiki session with you. And um, it's just been a really good experience. So why don't you tell our hearers and watchers about you and how you got into doing everything that you do?
0: So, yeah, I think I, you know, in back in like 2014, I was, had just finished my freshman year at Plymouth State. And I was kind of like, I don't think college is really for me right now. It's not, I'm not feeling it. I I just wasn't resonating. Like I was just like, yeah, this isn't, um, doesn't feel right. And so I went with that. I trusted my instinct. I didn't know what was next, but I just kind of went with the flow but I loved the vibe of Plymouth, New Hampshire. Like if you've ever been there, it just is uh, such a tight knit, awesome, like crunchy community. And I really like found myself there, like completely just was able to really do some soul searching after high school and it was great. So I wanted to stay up there. So I ended up renting an apartment in Plymouth and I throughout that year, kind of like on my journey was like, I think I want to do yoga teacher training. I had been practicing yoga for three or four years at that point, And it just felt like the next move for me. And I was like envisioning myself teaching at the college while my boyfriend finished up. So I, during yoga teacher training, it was an eight month program in Concord. And one of the teachers of the training, it was like you have one teacher that is like your main person, but then there were like other teachers that also contributed different lessons. And one of them was a Reiki master. And she, it was, I believe the first time I'd ever even heard of Reiki put that way. Like I i knew that you could have hands on healing, but I never knew the term Reiki. And for some reason, there was like a very big call, push, pull, for me to take this Reiki one class. I didn't know why. Again, never heard of it, but something was telling me to take this. And as soon as I took it, I was like, yeah, this is why I took yoga teacher training to learn about Reiki. Um, So I graduated yoga teacher training, and I taught for a couple years. And at the end of my classes, I would give the students Reiki. And I was like, this is the part that I love. Like, this is what fills my cup, and I loved I loved teaching yoga, but it was more of a job, more of like effort, and I don't mean that in a bad way, like of course I wanna put effort into my work, but it was like a lot of mental thinking and planning where the Reiki was just so natural, like it just, I knew what I was doing, it came to me very naturally. So yeah, I um, decided to go deeper, I got my level two the next year in 2016, and then I was a Reiki master in 2017. And this past year, I was like, I'm ready to be a teacher. I've been studying and learning Reiki for the last five or six years. So I took my yeah Reiki master teacher certification and I've been teaching ever since. And it's been so, so nice.
2: Yay, that's so that's awesome. awesome. And actually, you have a course called Metamorphosis. Why don't you tell our hearers and Watchers about that?
0: Yes. Yeah, so metamorphosis, um, it came to me, I, I channel and on these, this past spring solstice uh, or spring equinox on March 21st, I had taken a huge break from social media. First time I ever deleted Instagram. And, um, I was still on Twitter, which I'm so grateful for, because I could go down that, um, tangent forever, but I just like it really helped to like remove Instagram but to find that like nice community on Twitter that we all are a part of and so once I was like preparing to go back on Instagram under my business account I had taken the time away to really figure out what am I offering because I'd been offering Reiki and tarot readings and it just kind of was not enough. So when I decided to do the Reiki master teacher, I knew that I didn't want the course, the Reiki course, Reiki one, two, or whatever I was going to teach. I knew I didn't want it to be a one day thing. And that's how I was taught Reiki was, you know, Sunday, March 21st, come on down from eight to five and learn Reiki one. It was a one day thing. And then you were off and you were expected to have the confidence and the knowledge to go utilize it. But after only a few hours of learning about something, like you're not an expert by any means. So I did some meditating and yeah, on the 21st, all of a sudden I got hit with like this huge download channel where I grabbed my laptop and was like metamorphosis and Reiki 21 days is really sacred to the Usui Reiki lineage because the man who rediscovered Reiki, um, he was on top of Mount Kurama in Japan for 21 days. And on the 21st day was when he got the epiphany of Reiki and all these symbols and stuff. So I decided to honor that. And I was like, well, 21 days seems like ample time to learn something And the, the content and the lessons and everything just literally came from source, from spirit. Like I was just the channel and I just wrote everything down. And even like to the metamorphosis, okay, the first seven days are the cocoon. And then it would just everything like, yeah, it just, it all came and it's, it's been great. We're on round two and I just, the feedback that I'm getting, I just know that this was, everything was right. It was all divine timing and I've been very much enjoying um, being there for the students and just answering their questions and everything that comes up. It has been really cool and like it's what I'm passionate about. So, you know, when you're talking about things that you love, it's, it just like raises your vibration too. So it's been mutually beneficial for me and my students, I feel.
2: Oh, I love that. And That's awesome. I, just like I think one of the reasons why I I feel like I connect with you, with you so well is just your energy. And you just have this fabulous, amazing energy. And it just like when you're talking about this, it's like it's like as if I feel like my soul is high-fiving yours. Like, fuck yeah. This is awesome. And yeah, I actually, I plan on taking your course, Metamorphosis hopefully by the fall, I just submitted my work. Um, I've completed all my hours for my hypnotherapy certification. So I submitted that and now I'm onto my past life regression certification. So I'm working on that, but I don't wanna overwhelm myself with too many things at once. So I'm like, I'm gonna do one thing at a time, but that is on my to-do list for this year. So I'm really so happy and excited that you offer this because the feedback that I've heard from other people has just been phenomenal everyone who's taken your course has you know spoken out about what what a quality course it's been and how much they've enjoyed it and how much they've learned and just the way that you speak about it and the way that it came to you. It's just everything happens for a reason. Everything falls into place. And it just seems like one of these, like, yes, this was meant to be. This is your calling. And you're going to help so many people. And you have been helping so many people. And it's really cool because it's like when you have grandkids, like you help somebody, but then they help others. You know what I mean? So it spreads. It like like the tree of life, just the branches. It goes out. So um, I think that it's just absolutely wonderful. And you mentioned that you read tarot. Mm -hmm. So why don't you talk a little bit about that?
0: Yeah. Well, really quickly, I just wanted to speak about the ripples. I yeah, I love that so much because like that's probably one of the most rewarding parts of this is like listening to how these people are implementing it in their lives. Like it literally moves me to tears. Like this, I had this one student who lives in the Philippines and her son had hurt his elbow and he's young. So he doesn't like know, you know, he wasn't like, mom, give me Reiki. But he was like, mom, can you put your hand? Like your hand made it feel better. And like, just for a little kid to know that his mom's touch like made ah, chills. Just, so just hearing those stories is like that is
2: just the frosting on the cake. So Yes, <laughs> absolutely.
1: It's <laughs> awesome. So
2: um, Yeah, with Tarot. I was just gonna interject. Um yeah. you actually had me do a reading for you with my dragon Oracle, which was really, really fun. And then I didn't know that you also read Tarot. And then I found out after I'm like, that is so cool because it's really usually like when somebody reads tarot, um, they like to have somebody else do it for them. So you're not always like you practice by reading for yourself, but usually have if you want to do a reading, you have someone else do it for you. And for me personally, I never felt that connection. Like I have, I have lots of friends who read tarot, and some of them are really busy, and I don't want to like bother them. And it was one of those like, just energy didn't quite match up. And with you, especially during the cleanse and restore session where you were pulling cards, it just was amazing. And it was a really good experience. And I'm like, I found somebody that I can, you know, go to and who I'm comfortable. Because I think sometimes people, when they think about tower readings, it can get really personal. And you have to find somebody with that compatible energy where you have comfort and you definitely offer that. Um, you, you just have this comfort about you with reading. So why don't you tell everyone a little more about that?
0: Thank you. I So I think the first time I ever discovered or had a tarot reading was um, from my stepmom. So in probably like sixth grade, um, I was at my dad and stepmom's house and she pulled out this really old Rider Weight tarot deck and it was wrapped in like this beautiful cloth and just like, she, she's very spiritual and that's where a lot of my influence has come from as my dad and stepmom. And so it was just, yeah, I have chills even thinking about it right now. She just unwrapped her deck and was pulling cards for herself. And I asked her like what she was doing and yeah, she talked, talked, talked to me, taught me about um, the suits and just, yeah, a little bit about what it was. And she gave me a reading and that kind of planted the seed. Um, a few years later, when I was in high school, probably in like ninth or 10th grade, I was at Barnes and Noble and I got my first ever Oracle deck. I, this was before I even bought a tarot deck. And I have been doing readings with that deck to this day. That's the deck I used in your guys's session. And I feel a very strong connection with it. I've had it for over 10 years and it's the cards are like so heavily used. And I just that deck and me like work, you know, how all decks have different energies? Yes. Well, I was going to yes. say it's
2: so interesting because I don't think a lot of people realize when you work with tarot and Oracle cards, some cards like you have to have a matching energy. And there are there are a couple decks I got and it was one of those like. Most decks I've bought is because I just felt a connection. Like I need to have this deck. I just, I find it. I'm like, wow, I'm paying so much attention to this. I need it. And there was like one deck I got that I was looking at. And I'm like, okay, it seems cool. Well, I'll try it out. I had no connection with the deck. I just, energy was lacking. It just, it wasn't for me. So I put it away, but I was like, I need to be more cautious with how I'm choosing my deck, but also just go for it. So if I see something and it's just that feeling inside, when I do that, when I use the deck, it's like spot on. And I, I think I might've told you, um, I can't remember, my dragon oracle, when I've done it for myself, when I, I've brought up a few separate times about my dragon, like my personal dragon, and I always get the same one, always. And it's just, I feel like the deck's like kind of telling me like, Why, why do you keep asking, you know, like you're trying to test us, but we know, you know, Yeah. but yeah, there's just this energetic connection with the deck and that's part of what makes a reading so, so much better because like anyone can get a deck. Mm -hmm. And one thing I actually want to bring up because there's a common misconception. Have you heard like, you can't buy your own deck. It has to be gifted to you.
0: Yeah I've seen that on Twitter.
2: Where the hell does that come from? I'm sure it's like an old wives tale or something (laughs) but I was like no I bought my own my Rider Waite tarot I bought when I was 19 at Newberry Comics because again I just saw it and it stood out to me and I was like wow it's just a feeling like a pull. Mm -hmm. I need this and yeah it's just That's, like, my main deck. That is, like, my go-to. And I have other tarot decks, but that is, like, my one, like, my main Mm -hmm. one, as you have yours. And I think for anyone, like, listening, watching, it's nice to know that there is an energetic connection with the cards. Not not just, it's not just the person doing the reading, but it's their connection with the deck that they're using. That seems Mm -hmm.
1: like it would make more sense to draw you know be be pulled or, or drawn to the energy or, or whatever from the deck rather than somebody gifted to you and you, like why would that even be a thing i don't what, what's the reasoning behind that do you know that
0: no like i know what if someone gifted you like a a fairy deck and you don't like fairies or something yeah, like right i don't know that just seems so yeah i don't yeah. i don't get that I, i've seen that and i just keep scrolling. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, all this new, these new rules in spirituality.
2: My goodness. Oh, I know the rules, the spirituality rules. If you want to be spiritual, like legit, these are the rules you need to follow. <laughs> and if you're into divination, then you need to follow these rules because that's, that's how it works. <laughs> there, There's some good guidelines to go by, you know, like you open a portal, you close it after, but yeah, not. I
1: thought, I thought the whole point of spirituality was how you feel.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: Okay.
2: Anyway. yeah, Exactly. But that's the thing. Like you see these rules and you can't do this and you can't do that. It's like. What do I know? Oh, I guess I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'll just sit here and mind my own business. Uh, yeah. So tell, do you want to talk any, is there anything else you want to mention? Because you do use it in your Reiki sessions, correct?
0: Yeah. So, um yeah, basically I just. Have, I've acquired more decks and yeah, I use them in my sessions. I don't, I gave a lot of readings last year. Like last year, I had a lot of clients that would text me like almost every day asking, can you pull me a card and um, stuff like that. And they would just Venmo me really
2: quick, like more of a less
0: uh, or less of a.
2: And like an appointment more,
0: more of. Yeah, less of like a, they're booking on my site and more mm-hmm. of just like a comeback client that's like texting me. And so that was fun and fine. And yeah, so I do, I love doing cards. I love pulling cards for other people. And yeah, the first time I ever gave a reading was to my mom and we both were left like crying with chills. Cause it was just, I gave her like, I think it was like a life spread or something with like 12 cards and it was just so dead on. And it was my first reading ever. And I was just like, Whoa, <laughs> that's <laughs> a lot. And, um, yeah that just ever since then I just have um I I love doing it I love I love working with them and the different energies of the cards and I was just saying the other day that so my tarot deck is Game of Thrones um but it has a very serious energy like it's a no bullshit deck like you (laughs) it's like it's very serious like I don't know how to explain it other than that you pull
2: I have a deck like that.
0: No fun fun involved. And so I am on the hunt right now for another tarot deck, that themed deck that um, is just a little bit lighter, a little more fun, you know, one that I can laugh with.
2: My Marigold Tarot deck, it's like black with gold foil. Um, That is a very serious deck. It's one of those like no bullshit, like cold, hard truth. Like, I recommend it, like, when somebody needs a slap of reality and mm-hmm. no punches pulled, that's the deck. Because yeah. it's, like, fuck, okay. Yeah. It's accurate. But sometimes you wish it wasn't. <laughs> it's, like, oh, why are you saying this to me? That's not what I want to hear. But it, it's one of those decks. It's it's very, very serious <laughs> energy. So sometimes people are, like... know oh I'm having relationship issues it's like well do you really want this deck because it's gonna be really brutally honest
0: I was just about to say yeah that for an example was last year it was like relationship issues and I'm pulling like 10 of swords and like the devil
2: I'm like um how do I deliver this message (laughs) do you you really do do you really, like, okay, do I want this person to come back? I mean, I know when I read, it's weird. Like, when I read, I am um, usually, like, so, I always look at the bright side. And I'm so, like, sh- I, I used to be super sugar coating with stuff. But I notice when I read tarot, it's, like, I see what the cards are. But I also sometimes, like, get messages. I see things and get messages that have absolutely nothing to do with what the card has to do with. And I get really, like you need to stop doing this. (laughs) It's just very like matter of fact. And, um, and it's like, I try to like, it's not like I'm being mean about it, but it's just like, it's like, I need to tell you this. Like, this is serious. I'm trying to help you. You came to me for this and I'm just, it's weird. It's usually I'm all like, but when reading, I'm like, interesting oh, wow. (laughs) You know, like depending on what comes up, it's just like the energy changes a little bit. I think my guides kind of step in and it's so funny. I'll be like, oh, wait a minute. Like if somebody's talking, I'm like, wait a second. Cause I hear my guides and they're saying things and I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm talking to myself and then I like think after they probably think I'm nuts. Do you ever get that? Like when you read, like, do you hear, do you get messages like aside from the cards?
0: Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, less, well, sometimes I'll hear something, but a lot of the times I see. Like, I'll get images or pictures or, yeah, feelings, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, feelings. Like, I'll see things, I'll feel things, but, like, I'll hear, too. I actually – sometimes when you do a reading and, like, you tell somebody to be careful about something and then you find out that it what you told them to be careful about happens, it kind of stinks. Like, I, I did a reading for somebody and – I kept, like, focusing on one of the cards, the guy on the card the back. And I'm like, you need to – and I was getting watch your back. Watch your back. And I was like, you need to watch your back. And I'm like, do you – I'm like, do you have somebody, like, you're friends with who maybe could – like, somebody – a good friend is going to backstab you. Like, you need to be careful. And sadly enough, it happened. And um, it's one of those, like – it wasn't anything necessarily – it had nothing to do with the card, it was the message that I was getting and it was like just a feeling of like, it was like a combination, like seeing, feeling, hearing, and it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, like have like, in terms of like tarot and Oracle, have you ever had something where like you didn't want to tell somebody something?
0: Not with tarot readings. It's happened with Reiki though. Really? So yeah, one time I was giving a client, this was probably like four years ago, um, I was giving a client Reiki and I got the feeling, the vision that, yeah, so we were in the session and all of a sudden I got washed over with a wave that like my mom doesn't love me, but like not my mom, just like that feeling that I got, like Mm -hmm. no motherly love and So I like really worked on her heart. And afterwards I like wanted to say something like I wanted to like give her a hug or be like, I kept getting the message like you are loved, you are loved. And so I ended up not saying anything, but I'm friends with her sister. And I said something to her sister and her sister ended up telling me that, yeah, she was the last born and it was unintended and the whole time the mom like complained about the pregnancy like there was no she was like uh, it was an unhappy pregnancy yeah and i think that's what i was picking up on and i think that carried over into the physical and i think that that's a feeling that she has maybe subconsciously so oh, I- consciously and i i don't know because i didn't ask her but it, i really just i tried to give her as much love as i could and yeah so that was like a message that I got one time that I didn't feel 100% comfortable saying or yeah. how to word it but looking back I, I guess maybe yeah. could have said something I don't
2: know Well I I was taught like um a friend of mine teaches a tarot course so I did it just because I was like hey le- I like to keep learning I might find something new and she brought up something like she mentioned how sometimes it's better not to say anything in certain circumstances um because it's not going to help, you know? So like saying to somebody in that situation, I think saying to somebody like, oh, your mom doesn't love you.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: It's like, I'm sure she feels that anyway. And so just having it said out loud wouldn't do any favors. It it wouldn't help them in any way. Just kind of what you did. Just so like for me, I would look at that thinking you did the absolute right thing. and. With hypnotherapy, actually, that it's so interesting you said that because um, with past life regression and hypnotherapy, we can do womb regression. And there are things that happen when you're in the fetus, you, fee- you feel your your mother's energy and what's going on outside. And you can pick up on that and that can affect you. So, you know, working with somebody who is unwanted mm-hmm. and that feeling and, and just it, you know having that person explain what it felt like being inside and not being wanted it's like so we like we have a thing that we do um we put a, like a little filter on where their belly button and umbilical cord is and like to filter everything to you know and we protect them but I, I truly think that when you're pregnant your feeling carries into that child inside. And whether it's just something in their subconscious or just something in their energy, it's still, it it's present until it's something that they can work through to release that and let it go.
0: So I literally just got a vision of, okay, so not an avocado, but like picture an avocado, but like the baby had its own aura inside of the mom with her aura. Like it was like an aura inside of an aura while you were saying that, like, that's what I was, that's what I saw.
2: Yeah. I mean, it is. Um, when, when I've done past life regression, we go to usually a few happy childhood memories into the womb. Cause that's usually the best place to kind of jump start into, to kick into a past life and working with people with womb regression, Um, We talk about like, when did, when did your spirit enter, you know, your mother's womb? When did it, some people join in around three months. Some people are right there at conception. Some don't jump in until eight or nine months. There's different things that can happen, but it's like that energy is present though. Mm -hmm. Even though the spirit might not actually be in, They're still the either hang around outside or they come and go, but they pick up on that and it's present. And they do. They have their own aura, their own energy. So cool, isn't it? This stuff just yeah.
1: fascinates me. I just sit here like, what? Yeah. <laughs> awesome.
2: So cool. I know. Oh, yeah. I lo- and I love ta- I love having somebody to talk about this with. It's mm-hmm. really cool because most people when you talk about spirituality, when you talk about divination, when you talk about Reiki and Tarot and and just, you know, in general, spirituality, most people I feel like don't get it. Um and when they do, or they're at least open to it, it's like awesome. But then to like, that's why I think I love our our group, our, you know, Twitter group, uh, because we're just more open and we No, I don't want to say no more about it but like we're just more into it um more tuned in and it's just nice to kind of have those connections with people who they get it you know we're having this conversation that I think a normal a quote-unquote normal person off the street might listen to be like what the fuck are they talking about and here we are like it's so beautiful yeah but it's awesome
0: I'm so grateful. (laughs) I am too. I love. I like the community. Like everyone, like pushes me to keep thinking bigger. Like once, I don't want to think. I never think. I. I don't. I know nothing. Like I never claim to know everything. But it's like every day, my mind. I'm just like, holy shit! I didn't even know it could expand this big. (laughs) Like, you know, just every day, I just. Whew! It's it's really cool. I love, yeah, it's always pushing me to think bigger, be better. I, I love it. It's really very positive. And I don't know if it's who I follow or what, but I find it to be very, a more positive and a more inclusive, um, more connected than other social media. I just, I feel like everyone there, it's conversation. Like there's actually conversation happening versus just someone posting and people liking it like it's it's inspiring convo and I I love that I love it
2: I know it's great um with what you said about always wanting to push yourself and learn my meme had said like every day you learn something like you should always be learning and the day you stop learning is the day you die and like I took that as a little kid like Yeah, because kids are curious, you know, and we want to learn. And I've always tried to, like, I can always do better. I can always learn more. Like, I I remember when I was younger, I was like, I wish college was free because I just want to learn stuff. I just want to go to class and just learn all these different things. I just want to know about everything and how everything works. And I think, My life, like I've tried to do that. Like, I want to learn about this. I don't necessarily want to master it. I just want to learn about it. So, you know, exploring these avenues. And then it kind of brought me to where I've been, you know, and it's brought me to learning about hypnotherapy, which is where I think I found my click. Where it's like, I'm learning and I love it and I want to do it. And like you said with Reiki. It's not work. Like, yes, like there's work involved, but it doesn't feel like, oh my God, the only thing I will say with hypnotherapy is it's kind of draining on your energy. Do you get that with Reiki sessions? Do you feel drained at all? So that's like one of the big things that I try
0: to teach throughout the course is, so when I first started giving Reiki, I felt drained. And then when I learned more about Reiki, I realized that I was not giving Reiki, I was giving like actually my energy. Like it's still energy healing, but I was like sitting there and I was like, Oh, giving you all of my loving kind. Like I was like really trying to force it through. If that makes any sense yeah. at all, it was more of a force. Like I literally like, I could feel like my eyebrows coming together. Cause I was like really trying to be like, okay, loving kindness, loving energy. And then that would drain me because I'm giving them all my energy. Um, So, what I've learned is that with Reiki, at least, it's more that you're the channel. So, there's like the energy in the world and the Mother Gaia. And then you can tap into that and you're like the straw that's sucking it up and giving it to whoever you're giving it to. So, you're actually getting the Reiki while you're giving the Reiki. So, if when you're if you're practicing giving Reiki, if you can like just let go and just allow it to flow more naturally, you don't feel drained. You actually can feel like really energized and good after because it's also clearing and cleansing you. Mm -hmm. I can see how with different therapies and stuff, how it's, yeah, it can probably be draining, which is, it will be good to have Reiki in your toolkit for, like the womb healing and stuff and the, to replenish yourself before and after and to help clear. Yeah. I think it'll be, it'll just fit in so naturally. I feel yes. like it's gonna be just like such a good little
2: companion. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, and this is why I was like, this is why I need to do that. It's just kind of came up in conversation and it's like, I'm going to be doing it, but it's just like, yes, Monique, like the universe is saying, yes, you're, you're on the right path. Keep going. Cause here's another thing. Um, yeah. Like one of the things you and I had a conversation about was like the, um, womb healing and something I had done during a session that I told you about, and I didn't think about it the way that you reiterated it after. And I'm like, Oh, well, I I guess, yeah, because we were using touch and everything, and I do, like, I try to, like, feel the energy of people so I know, like, where to go and, um, like, when to, like, okay, don't push here, Um, but I always think, like, I can always learn better ways to protect my energy and help others, and I was like, this would be such a good resource for me to help others during hypnotherapy, and again, everything happens in the time it happens for a reason, and, like, me... finding you and connecting with you and then seeing what you offer. I was like, "Oh my gosh, like this is just so perfect. So wonderful."
0: I love it. <laughs> you no, know, it's awesome.
2: So, like what else cuz if I feel like you do a lot, like you offer a lot. Is there anything else like that you you do? Like I know you've done a podcast.
0: Yeah, I um I do a little podcasting. Um I I had big ambitions for it. And then I got this big surgery and I I talked a little bit about it in one of my more recent episodes, but yeah. Um, so I do plan on doing more with it. Um, I have a few people that I want to interview and stuff. So yeah, it's the love matrix and I just kind of chit chat about fun, different inspiring topics. Positive conspiracies.
2: (laughs) Yay. And I love the name, The Love Matrix. Like when you told me that, I was like, I love this.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, so I have the podcast and um, I do – I offer the metaphysical movement, the tapping.
2: Yes. Let's talk about that a little bit because that's amazing. It's kind of like life changer. (laughs) Why don't you you tell people about that?
0: So, yeah, it is – I used to offer it like monthly, which I'm considering doing again. Cause like the energy of teaching it as a group on zoom was really fun, but right now it's just a recording and yeah, basically it is a metaphysical movement. It's a combination of tapping and dry bathing techniques to work with your fascia and meridians because you know, Emotions get stored in the body. I know you guys know this, but for your hearers and watchers, um, emotions, trauma, that all gets stored in your body, whether you know it or not. So, if you have like a chronic shoulder pain for no reason, it could be a emotion, trauma, block, etc. And so, getting your body moving can help get these put. So like the word emotion is energy in motion. So if you can give motion, physical motion to the energy, it can move the emotion out of the body. So um, it basically, it's it's tapping, which can help reset your algorithm because it, it's, it's all these points and it's, um, I can't think of the specific term, but it's these certain points that if you tap on them, they will bring your meridian lines back to where they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. All of these lines that run through our body.
2: Yeah, because we did the tapping like on the side of the hand and then mm-hmm. whoops, as I hit, tap my microphone, like we did like the eyebrows, like around the eyes down here, mm-hmm. here. And then like we put our hand and then like up here. It, yeah, it, it was really cool. Yeah. Um, Doing that, because I definitely, that and the metaphysical movement, which you can talk a little bit more about, like, I felt a difference, a huge difference, Mm. and um, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, I I had mentioned you, and the metaphysical movement, I can't remember if I told you this, but so, um, after we talked, I went through the whole thing in the morning while the kids were still sleeping, and I did the tapping, and I did metaphysical movement, and like, I've had shoulder pain for years, for over four years, and it's gotten to the point where sometimes I can't even lift my arm. Wow. And um, it's made it hard because, like, I used to work out and got to the point, like, I, I, I couldn't do it. And, and just, like, doing nothing, sometimes I just get shooting pain. And so I had no pain doing the metaphysical movement. And so I was just like, it doesn't hurt. That right there was amazing. And then when I finished – I get up and I go to, you know, close out the video and I look at the time and it's 6.33 AM and I'm always getting 33s and I'm just like, and like, I was like saying in the episode, like it's always the minute is 33. Like it, it points out, like usually like when I'm doing something that matters and I was just like, yeah, this, this is, this is huge. This is important. So why don't you talk a little bit more about the metaphysical movement.
0: Yeah, so um, basically you can do dry bathing, which you can take your hands because we all have like everyone, by the way, everyone can use Reiki. It's just when you get your attunements to level one, two and three, it's like you're increasing your Reiki ability. So everyone can use Reiki. That's why when you scrape your knee when you're a kid, it's like our first reaction to grab our knee. Um, that's like your first time ever using Reiki on yourself. It's just when you can learn more about it and get the attunements, you, it's easier. You're a bigger straw, you're a bigger channel for it. So that being said, um, (laughs) you basically can like with the, the chakras in your hands, you can use that to swipe energy off your body. And so in the video, I guide you through I call it not your average yoga class because it kind of is like yoga. Like we go in a child's pose at one point and we're like moving our arms and stuff, but it's really more of, you are using your hands to reset your energy fields. And like Monique said, like it is, it's so powerful. Like I I'll never forget the first time that I took the classes and I did it. And the the profound changes immediately and um the cool thing about it in my opinion is that once you kind of do the video a couple times when you're out and about like if you go grocery shopping and like you kind of run into someone rude when you get to your car you can sit in your car for a couple seconds and just if if one or two things in the video stuck out to you that you really liked you can take a minute to just implement it and yeah i think that's one of the cool parts about it is that for this certain one, it's like a one-time investment for the video, but then you can keep watching it, get to know the sequence. If you want to implement the tapping, you can do your own affirmations to the tapping. Um, Yeah, I just, I think it, it's really, it's kind of mind-blowing to me how much energy we can move just by like using your hands
2: and swiping and fluffing the air around you. I I have uh, to say one of my favorite parts is fluffing our aura. I love it. I absolutely love
0: it. It's, I love doing, even just like during my day, I'll just be like,
2: love, Like, it's just. Like, I've done that. And like, you know, (laughs) using your hands. Um, But for me, like, definitely, like, I noticed with my kids, like the stress of like getting stressed about stuff it's kind of helped with that as well and kind of like I need to take a me moment let me work on my energy let's you know get it off and um yeah it's just I feel like I've noticed like immediately like a mental change and even a physical change and so I just it was like we did a Reiki session and you're like you could benefit from tapping I'm like I've heard about it but I don't know how to do it and Yes, it's absolutely amazing. So anyone watching, hearing, like check it out. It's absolutely amazing. Can't praise it enough.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. And there's a very nice meditation at the end. So you can just kind of lay there and absorb it. It's called a yoga nidra. So it's like yoga sleeping technique so it walks you through relaxing your body and so if you ever can't sleep at night a really good tip I've done this since I was a little kid like since I can remember if you walk through your body from head to toe and just either focus on relaxing each area or you can say like good night forehead good night eyebrows and just like work your way down I never make it to my feet I am (laughs) always out i love (laughs) that i
2: make it there so I love that oh that's amazing
1: (laughs) that's good stuff
2: before we wrap up today is there anything you want to plug is there anything else you want to talk about um
1: i have a question before we wrap up oh i'm sorry go on if that's okay yes you were mentioning before about your podcast and you said that you talk about positive conspiracies what is a positive conspiracy, if you don't mind?
0: Right? Well, I just mean, like, I'm open to talking about conspiracies, but I don't want to be, like, a drag or, like, I don't know. Conspiracies can be so negative. And yeah. I just, I it's not that I don't appreciate their the place that they play in the grand scheme of things, and I like entertaining them, and I like, you know, talking about them, but I want to keep the conversation about them, like, light and more fun versus like talking about something that kind of like lowers the energy because it's not like the love matrix that's not something I want to like I guess what I meant is that like I just want to keep talk like I don't know you know keep the vibes high because I don't want to contribute to their matrix the negative lower realm and stuff so
2: that makes makes absolute sense yeah because like as you're saying it's like I'm feeling and seeing in my mind like just the physical like the energy level like when sometimes some conversations really like they drag you down and you start kind of getting pulled in and it's like oh and it makes you feel not good um
1: that's kind of why we stopped really talking about them so much on our show because it they do tend to be just they they very rarely end in a good place yeah Well even if they if they end at all. I mean it's usually it's a conspiracy, so it's gonna it's obviously something that's a you know, a rabbit hole of sorts that you And even like missing
2: four one one that like we we've done shows on we're really fascinated by it, more so we can figure out how to like stop these people from going missing, like, what is this missing puzzle piece, but, like, when we've read stories, I try to avoid anything with kids that doesn't have, like, a good thing, because it's just that energy, like, if it's making me feel upset reading it, I don't want to talk about it, and pass that on to others, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of the vibe I'm getting, is you don't want to do that to other people, like, get to a point where it starts bringing the vibration down, and just kind of not having that high vibe, positivity yeah, so i love I am, that
0: my voice changes when i get going on the conspiracies like i start to really get loud and yeah i just I'm it's not yeah <laughs> i get like really
2: intense like a little little alex
0: jonesy so um it's <laughs> somebody like
2: alex is fire. like that alex gets fired up I but do. me yeah. like i get excited like i get loud anyway but when i get excited my voice gets higher <laughs> <laughs> I love it, <laughs> and I'm like oh my god I'm so excited this is so cool and yeah it's um it's something
0: yeah
2: I am who I am
1: it. yeah
0: the other thing is I used to love this podcast crime junkies um but I will say that's the other th- another reason why I don't want to like talk about a bunch of that kind of stuff on my podcast is because I will say when I am that's something I teach in Metamorphosis too. What you what you take in, right, eating, TV, podcasts, is what I feel you are going to kind of manifest into your reality. So when I'm watching a ton or when I'm listening to a ton of true crime, all of a sudden shit started happening in my personal life and I'm like, I'm manifesting a true crime right into my family's life. <laughs> like, yeah, because the universe that. is like, oh, this is
2: what you want. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So yeah, I just this year, especially because like, I was very I loved I used to love I still love talking about them. But for the past few years, it's been like, I I wanted to talk about conspiracies all the time. But in that social media hiatus and finding this like Twitter community, I've realized how much time I was just like wasting I don't know, like, it's it's all a distraction from you and yourself. And I finally got the time to spend with myself to do the Reiki course and everything. And yeah, so it's, they're fun. Um, but you got to be mindful when you're consuming them. Cause if you're not, it can really, yeah. Take over your life. I feel so.
2: Yeah, I That's agree. That's good advice. It's excellent <laughs> advice. Yeah. Yes, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, did you have any other questions? No. no. Okay.
1: Uh, so where can everybody find you on social media?
0: So yeah, I am on Instagram at divine.healing and on Twitter, my personal is at very underscore Venusian and my business, I believe is at healing divine. (laughs) It's in my uh, bio though on Twitter. So you can just click there.
2: And you have a link tree too.
0: Yeah, and my link tree. Yeah, let me give that. It is linktr.ee/slash/divine.healing, and that's really just divine.healing is where you can find me. My website is healingdivine.com, and it's perfect. Divine, my last name, so D-E-V-I-N-E.
1: Perfect. We'll put all that stuff in the show notes. Yes, to,
2: and so I want everyone you. listening and watching, like, check out our stuff. um You know, like. I, she's my go-to person for my Reiki services um just even like with some hypnotherapy I had a not so good session I talked about it on an episode and I was like I just I need to balance my energy again like you know I, yes I allowed it to get kind of knocked off a little bit but I was like nope I'm recognizing it and now I need to balance it and I, after our session it was like okay I'm way better like, you feel the shift. You feel the change. And anyone who thinks, who's listening or watching and just thinks like Reiki is, because I remember like decades ago, people talking about Reiki and like, oh, that's hooey, you know, hogwash. But it's, it really, I, I think it really, really works. And, um, but you have to be open to it. Like nothing's going to work if you're not open to it. If you go in with a closed mind, of course it's not going to work. You already told yourself it's not going to work. You have to have an open mind. Allow yourself to give it a chance. And, um, or don't bother doing it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my opinion on that. Yeah, but, I
1: mean, well, well real quick, yeah. when we had our, our session and, and you did the Reiki uh, for me, uh, I, 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 can't, I think I told you afterwards, like I, and I didn't mention it beforehand, but my lower back, was killing me and I'd been in pain for weeks and whatever you did like you I I, I think it was something in my liver or something that you 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 were drawn to and when you focused everything on that and then like my back just stopped hurting I'm like what the heck is going like it, it was it was crazy but I didn't have pain for almost a week and a half and then it started slowly kind of creeping back but it's still not even close to as bad as it was when it was really really giving me trouble so he literally
2: comes downstairs after like my back pain is gone
1: yeah (laughs) so i was like i don't know what she did but she did something something happened because i was just sitting there i wasn't moving i wasn't doing anything i was just listening
2: alex is an open-minded skeptic like yeah he's very skeptical but he goes in with an open mind but you know he's He's not gonna give away information, you know. Like you, I need to know like you're legit, but I'm open to it. And yeah, it's just it's so funny because um, he's just like, my back pain is gone; it doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> yeah, was, and I'm like, awesome. that's great. It's great.
1: Yeah. So I, I mean, that there's a testimonial for you. It, <laughs> yeah, it works.
2: <laughs> it, it does. And <laughs> again, I think what you do is life changing. Absolutely, like it's helpful, and it. It has the ability to change people's lives if they go in with the right mindset. With Reiki, with tapping, metaphysical movement, your metamorphosis program, you're doing such amazing things. So everyone, check her out. And and she's just a lovely human being, aside from everything else. So I I sing her praises.
1: Yes. (laughs) So thank you very much for joining us. And uh, actually, if you want to hang out for a few minutes... Uh, Where can people find us On social media We have Twitter
2: Yes At Homewrecker Oh my god I was going to do the website I messed I blew the spot I blew the spot Let's do that again Okay
1: one more time People can find us On social media We have a Twitter
2: At Homewrecker Pod
1: And what is our website
2: Homewreckerpodcast.com I'm just too excited
1: There it is And then where can people Find you real quick
2: you can find me on my website, tarotbymonique.com. I have an Etsy shop, Wonders by Monique, and I'm on Twitter, at underscore oh, at underscore Monique Giselle underscore. I almost turned myself up there for a second again. How can people find Excellent. you, my love?
1: Uh, I'm on Twitter, at the Alex Arion. Check out AlexArionFitness.com, and uh, yeah, that's it. Fabulous. All right. So, until next time, everybody... I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, the lovely Monique.
2: And Adriana Devine, the metaphysical wonder who can do so much with Reiki, tarot, just an energy worker, a wonderful multi-dimensional Reiki teacher, energy worker. Thank you.
1: Yes, thank you.
2: Thank you. (laughs) And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast.